Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. No brotherly love in Atlanta. Sixers take care of the Hawks. We'll talk about it right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Tonight, we are breaking down the Atlanta Hawks and the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, a game that saw the 76ers win 126-116. to here in Atlanta, this was the second game of the in-season tournament. And I will say this, the court looked kind of dope, man. It was like a light blue type uh, light blue type of court and uh, kind of matched, matched the unis that they had. And so um, it was a pretty dope look from an aesthetic standpoint. Now, the play on the court, we'll talk about that. So <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> First things first, um, a big part of what we do is on the social media front. So make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. However you get down with the social media, you, we are there. If you're Facebook, we got you. IG, we got you. TikTok, we got you. Um, even on YouTube, we have our YouTube page as well. So we're not that active on YouTube, but uh, stay tuned. But main thing is this. We want you to connect with us on social media. Make sure you subscribe and drop a five-star rating. All right. Let's get into this game, man. So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of dissect what we saw kind of a little bit uh, piece by piece. We're not going to go too in-depth with it. Um, give you my keys to the game. And uh, give you, we'll go over some notes. And then we'll do some fan feedback. And then we'll put a bow on the podcast. How about that? Um. Let me start with the keys to the game. So going into the game, the Sixers were a point and a half favorites. Um, so, yeah, let me. Yeah, that, that was what they were a point and a half favorites. And rightly so. Like the Sixers are playing some good basketball. And I will say this in the totality of wins and losses. I'm not too disappointed at the Hawks losing this game. Do I want them to win? Yes. I want the Hawks to win every single game. But I know the reality is they're not going to win every game. 
Secondly, the Sixers are just a better team. Like, they're just a better team. And so the margin of error for the Hawks is very, very small. Very small. You cannot play a, a game at 76%, 80%, and expect to win against the Sixers. They're too, they're too good. They have arguably a top three player in the league in Joel Embiid. And they they they're they're coached well. I mean, Tyrone uh, Maxi is having a a phenomenal year. I mean, he ten games in, he looks like an all star. Tyrese Maxi, I'm sorry, I almost called him Tyrone. <laughs> but yeah, so if there's anything to be kind of down about, is that this Hawks team didn't give their best. Like they didn't play their best. And so if you play your best and lose, like you can take that, right? If you play your best and you lose to a better team, like you can take that. But the margin of error was very small. Um, I'm going to list out the keys. And then at the end, after I go through the show notes, I will we'll, 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 we'll talk about if they met those keys or not. So here are the four keys that I had for tonight's game. First things first. Starters need to start fast and they need to close if they get those fourth quarter minutes. Now, there was an issue with the starters last game about not closing out in those fourth quarter minutes. That was an issue. My main point was if you're going to get those minutes, you need to take advantage of those minutes. That's all I'm saying. So, uh, secondly, Protect the glass. I say, got to keep Philly off the offensive boards. Now, of course, this is um, on the heels of allowing 14 offensive rebounds to the New York Knicks. So you can't really have that discrepancy again. Uh, Number three, Embiid and Maxi are going to eat, but don't let a random burn you. Mainly saying that you know the big dogs are going to eat, but you don't want some guy coming off the bench dropping 25 or 30 points on you. That is not a good look. Number four, aggression and toughness, if you have it. Like, I've talked about this team all year long, saying that, like, I don't believe it's really tough or, like, has much aggression. I think they are kind of a finesse team, to be honest with you. And uh, if you're going to beat a team like Philly, you got to have some aggression. So we'll examine these four keys um, after we kind of breeze through these notes from the game. All right. So first quarter of action. Um, I thought the Hawks actually, well, Embiid kind of got off to a good start. And I'm not going to say the Hawks didn't really play well. I thought they played decently. But again, it's just like you don't have much room for error when you play the Philadelphia 76ers. Embiid had like a quiet 11 points. He played the whole first quarter. And to be honest with you, I looked up. I'm like, man, he's got 11. Like it was sneaky good. Three of six from the field. He hit one three, went to the line four times. 11 points. I'm like, well, shoot. Like, he damn near, near, near 40. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't think the Hawks were bad. I just thought the Sixers were better. Right? Hawks shot 42%. Sixers shot 52%. From three, the Hawks shot 33%. And the Sixers shot 
from the free throw line. Hawks, the 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 Sixers shot seven of seven. The Hawks were four of six, and it just seemed like that was the case all night long for the most part. Whenever you look at the shooting numbers in all three of those areas, it always just seemed that the um, that the Sixers were better. Um, now, second quarter. They start to get a little run, you know, to make a little run in the second quarter. They actually start the quarter on a 12-0 run. They go on a series of runs in that second quarter. Um, one was a 12-0 run. Another one was a 7-0 run. And I think that there was a third run in there somewhere. Um, not exactly sure. But um, in the second quarter, they grabbed the lead. And you're like, okay, maybe, maybe they're cooking with something. But... As time would have it, Philadelphia bounced back, and um, it was just a good quarter for Tyrese Maxey. Maxey went for 12 points in that quarter, and uh, they were able to kind of withstand the runs that the Hawks had. And it was like it was, um, yeah, it just it, it it they were able to grab the lead before the half was over, and it was kind of like okay. We'll give Philly round one. We'll give the Hawks round two, right? And so at the half, it's like, okay, we got a new ball game, you know? Hawks got a little bit of life in them, you know what I'm saying? When Hawks were home. They got the New Jerseys. They got the uh, the court. And, uh, you know, the court is looking good. You're like, okay, we got a new ball game here, right? We got a new Hawks. We're going to see what the Hawks going to do. So at halftime, you only have one guy in double figures, which was Jalen Johnson. <clears throat> And to be honest with you, Jalen Johnson was good, but I thought that Jalen Johnson played his best ball like in the second half, to be completely honest with you. I thought he played good in that second half, and I thought that uh, Clint Capella was good in that second half. Mainly that third quarter, I thought they both really played well in that third quarter. But third quarter, when you tallied it all up, the Sixers still won the quarter 37-31. 31 points is, is, is fairly decent for a quarter, but it's not good when you give up 37. You guys have heard me say that a lot, a lot. So you go into this new ball game after halftime. You're like, okay, it's, it's one zip, right? Because, you know, Philly's up by one. And then Joel, Joel Embiid is just really good at the game of basketball. Um. Embiid and Maxi combined for 20 points. Embiid had 13 of those on five or six shooting. Like, he's so efficient. He gets to the line. He's so big. Like, yeah. It, 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 you were just going to have to pitch a no-hitter to get this dub. And uh, third quarter, a pivotal, pivotal uh, series of actions goes on in the third quarter. Because that is when... DeAndre Hunter gets two texts and thrown out of the game. Now, granted, um, it was a BS call. I ain't even going to hold you. It was a BS call. Hunter gets ejected, and he's arguing, and he just didn't want to let it go. And I can understand why he didn't want to let it go because it was a BS call, you know. But you got to be smarter than that. You got to be smarter than that, man. You got to keep your head like that. Like you just got to keep your head. You can't. You got to realize and recognize the moment. The moment was you playing the Sixers in an in-season tournament. You can't get yourself thrown out of a game after he gave you one tech. Shut up, man. 
Like, after he gives you one tech, shut up. Like, he's not going to change it. Like, that's what I never understand. Like, you getting two techs, I think you want to get thrown out the game. That's just me. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to, I mean, that's just me. You get two texts, I think you want to get thrown out the game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And throwing out the game is what he got. <laughs> like, to be honest with you, that's what he got, man. That's what he got. Uh, third quarter, I thought Trey Young was good. Nine points, three assists in the quarter. But it just wasn't good enough. Wasn't good enough. Like, you know, he was two for two, you know, made a three, made all four of his free throws, you know, three assists. You know, Trey was the only starter in the plus minus in the third quarter. Um at one point, uh, there was a time where the Hawks were plus 11 with Trey and negative 19 without him. So, for all of the shooting woes and, and talk about Trey and this, that, and the other, they are still a better team when he is on the court. Shooting woes are not. Right? So, let's, let's just be clear on that. Is the shooting... Uh, is the shooting woes problematic and frustrating? Absolutely. But you look at him getting to the line, you look at his assists, you look at him running the team. Those are things that sometimes don't don't show up on the stat sheet. And uh, yeah, man. So Trey was the only plus player at, for the Hawks start. Actually, in that, in that quarter, he was the only plus player for the whole squad, including the bench. Tonight, uh, Quinn went nine deep into his bench with the ninth guy being Wesley Matthews. And uh, <clears throat> I said this last podcast, I like seeing Wesley Matthews out there. I ain't gonna, I don't care if he's 49 years old. You know what I'm saying? I like seeing him out there. But uh, third quarter just, just wasn't enough. You look at the shooting numbers again, and every percentage is higher on the Philadelphia side on the ball. I didn't see the Hawks get enough stops in this third quarter, although they weren't shooting the ball egregiously bad. 10 to 21 is 47%. And like I always say, 47% is only 47% is only a problem if you allow 48%. And the Hawks allowed 54%. Look at the three-point line. You know, in this league, it's all about shooting the threes. Both teams took seven. Philly hit four. The Hawks hit two. Another percentage that you're losing to. Free throws. Phillies 9 for 9. Hawks 9 for 10. So you can't have little moments like that where you're not winning in any category and expect to win. 
right? So it looked bleak going into the fourth. You know, Hunter got up out of there. And so you're going into the fourth, and you're down by, let me see, it was 94 to 87. You're down seven points going into the fourth quarter. And I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't have much hope going into this fourth quarter. I didn't think it was over. Like, that's two different things. I didn't think it was over. I just didn't have that much hope. And then the crazy part is, like, fourth quarter, out of all the people to bring the Sixers home, it was Tobias Harris. <laughs> you know, he go for 12 points in the quarter. Five or seven shooting. Uh, five boards. I thought he was good. I thought the two guys off the bench for the for the, uh for the Sixers who were good were Daniel House and Jaden Springer. Both of those guys I thought gave them good minutes. And for the Hawks, I think Bogey, uh, again, Bogey is being just, he's just mad consistent, man. He's mad consistent. He didn't shoot the ball like extremely well tonight. Um, 13 points, 17, uh, 13 points off the bench. Bay had 17 points. Bay shot the ball good. Bogey, you know, he just have his moments. Like he, he's he, he's kind of a streaky shooter. If you really think about it, like he was a he was a minus fourteen on the night. But like you know, Bogey is what Bogey is, right? He gonna come and he gonna get you them buckets, and that's kind of what it is, right? Um, Wesley Matthews on Yeka Kangu, two points and five points respectively. But it just wasn't enough, man. It just wasn't enough enough and like you're down 14 you look down i'm like man there's only four minutes left to go in this game i never wrote that i was like i'm watching the game you're kind of waiting for the hawks to kind of make a run make a move and it just never materialized you're waiting for it to happen it just never materialized like and again like i said earlier like i'm you're not even i'm not even like really too upset like I would have liked to see a better showing for the Hawks, especially, you know, in-season tournament. You got the, you know, the New Jersey's on. They got the new court. But Dre getting thrown out, like, you know, that was kind of a left a sour taste, you know. And then it's Philly. You know, it's always, you know, at Philly. But, like, you know, they're just a better team. Like, they're just a better team. And it's time to realize, like, this team is 6-6. Six and six. Like, and I'm not gonna put anything on this team as far as like, oh, we just gonna they just gonna go 41 or 41 again. Like I'm not, I'm not on that stilo. But I will say this: you are what your record says you are. Right now, the Hawks are six and six. Six and six. All right, let's go ahead and revisit some of these keys to the game. We'll go back and revisit the keys and see which. These keys can we check off based on the stats, based on what we what we observed tonight at the game. Again, key number one was, let me break them out. Where do my keys go? Where do my keys? I got the keys, keys, keys. Where do my keys go? Pull the keys up. While I'm searching for them, let me just take this time to remind you. Make sure you are following us on Twitter or X at Hawksbeat. Become one of our followers and... Uh, we try to live tweet during the games. Uh, most of the time we're able to, but if not, you know, just follow us anyway. <laughs> All right. Keys to the game. Starters need to start fast and close if they get those fourth quarter minutes. Well, I will say this. I thought the, the start 
definitely was not fast. <laughs> like, it definitely wasn't fast. Like, Philly came out, and it was like, it just seemed like you played catch-up the whole first quarter. And they couldn't close anything because they weren't up in the fourth quarter. So they wanted nothing to close. They was playing from behind the whole daggone time. If anything, they stretched out come the fourth quarter when them starters got up in there. You know, so can't give them a check for that one. Number two, I said protect the glass. Keep Philly off the offensive boards. Now, Philadelphia had six. No, not six. I'm sorry. Let me read that. Let me read that right. 13 offensive boards. And normally, I don't think that that is acceptable. But the reason why I'm okay with it is because the Hawks had 14. So if you're going to give, you better be able to receive. <laughs> so the Hawks had 14 offensive boards. Sixers had 13 offensive boards. So it kind of makes it a wash, right? So shout out to Clint, who had eight by himself. You know what I'm saying? Attacking that, um, attacking out offensive glass. Second chance points. The Hawks had 28 and the Hawks had 23. Also of note that I had on my notes that I didn't mention. Um, the Hawks didn't run as much in that second half. First half, I thought they ran a lot. I thought they got them fast break points. But um, in that second half, I just didn't see it. Right, like I just didn't see them doing a lot of running. It's like a lot of half court stuff, and that's not their stilo. You know what I mean? Like it's just not. Like the first in the first half, Hawks had 19 first for fast break points. It was 19 to six as far as them fast break points. And then if I were to pull up the the, the fast break points in the second half. I don't think it would be um, – <clears throat> let me pull that up, as a matter of fact, since I got the box up. Fast break points in the second half. The Sixers had had six. Do you want to guess how many the Hawks had? Three. Three. Fast break points. So um, the numbers will tell you a story, man. The numbers will tell you a story. I don't like to rely on the numbers too much because, you know – my eyes will tell me what I need to see, you know, so I don't I don't break down games like that. But numbers are important. They do tell the story. So protect the glass. I'll just say that's a push as uh, third key. I said Embiid and Maxi said so they're going to eat, but don't let a random burn you. Uh, the guy that burned you, the guy put the put the nail in the casket was uh, Tobias Harris with those 12 points in the fourth quarter. I think that's kind of what did you win. Uh, the Daniel House minutes were really good for the Hawks. I mean, for were uh, really good for the Sixers. I thought the Jaden Springer uh, minutes were good, too, for them. So, had two guys who were really good off the bench. Um, you look at the final stat sheet, those 29 points for Tobias Harris really burned you. You know, if you keep Tobias in the 15-point range, then if you keep him 15, you let MB get his 32, keep Maxi around 20, then you're cooking with grease, right? But uh, 30 is a little bit too much for me. I mean, 29, but, like, I'll just go ahead and round it up 30. That's a little bit too much for me. Last key, aggression and toughness if you have it. Well, I mean, Dre, was he was aggressive. He was tough, and he got his behind kicked up out of here. Um I don't. Here's the thing. I don't think that the Hawks were really aggressive and like over overtly tough tonight. 
But I don't think that they really have the ability to do that because the refs be calling some craziness. I will never understand. I will never understand the amount of calls the Hawks do not get when they are at home. I'll never understand it. I will never understand how they don't get any calls when they're at home. So, yeah. Let's go ahead and read some fan feedback. Go to the uh, Twitter and see what you guys had to say about tonight's game. See who checked in. Uh, Sean Gomes on Twitter said, uh, SOS defense. He said, I guess it, I guess he meant to say, sorry, defense and Hawks have no number one off option on offense. Okay. Uh, thanks for checking in, Sean. (laughs) If they are going to be a small team, they got to find that scrappy. I'm sorry. Uh, if they're going to be a small team, they got to find the scrappy kind of soft. Hey, that's my guy, Yogi. Uh, I, I agree with you, man. I, I think that this team has issues with aggression and, and physicality. And, uh, yeah, I said finesse earlier. So if you want to say soft, I think that works. Uh, Jack's Hawks fan. He just said one word, and that one word is Caruso. <laughs> so I wonder like, what that looks like, right? What would a trade for Caruso look like? Who are you giving up, right? Are you going to give up somebody that's going to get some real minutes? Like you giving up DeAndre Hunter? Like what are we? What are, what are you? What are you doing? I would love to ask what a package would look like. Maybe we should ask my guys over at Hawks Talks. You know what I mean? See if they can open up the generator and see what moves they got cooking. So, uh, shout out to my guys, man, Jackson and Logan. They do a great job over there. Uh, Little Spud Four on Twitter. So the front office has to decide, Trey or DJ, that combo isn't going to bring a championship. Oh, Brother Fred, I uh, I like to, well, here's the thing. How about we just let this play out, right? How about we just let it play out? It's only 12 games in. So I'm not necessarily comfortable making a sweeping judgment like that. After one year in 12 games. I'm just not. But if you are, I mean, that's cool. No shade to you, my brother. Your opinion is your opinion. I'm just glad that you took some time out of your schedule to tweet us and let us know what your opinion was. Peace and love to you, my guy. Last one. Skip to my Lou ATL. Said 19 minutes for double O is not enough. Yeah. I think that a Congo playing 19 minutes just has to do with the size of Joel Embiid. Like, that's a big dude. And, and Onyeka is already an undersized guy. Um, I thought Clint was doing a great job, to be honest with you. So I don't think there was a need to just put him in there just to put him in there. You know what I mean? So um, I think that that is what, what the 19 minutes is for. Um, I think Clint was doing a good job. I think Clint is maybe probably a better matchup against Embiid because Embiid is – he's way over seven feet. Like, he's, he might be like 7'2", seven, 7'3", seven, you know. Clint Capella is what, 6'10"? Onyek is what, 6'9", 6'8"? 
So, yeah, I think that's what that was. But to all the folks that checked in, thank you for checking in. And I always appreciate your fan feedback and I always try to make sure I read as many as I can on the podcast. So, tough night in the office for the Atlanta Hawks. And, uh, yeah, so uh, what is coming down the pipe? So, let's take a glance at the schedule and this weekend. So, as far as this weekend is concerned, a little College Park news. College Park Skyhawks, the uh, G League affiliate of the Atlanta Hawks, um, they will have two games this week. Opening homer, uh, the home opener on Saturday, and another game on Sunday. So uh, you're looking for something to do this weekend, go ahead and check out the Skyhawks. Cheap tickets, good product. Uh, go out and check out the, the Skyhawks. I hope to be attending, covering both of those games. And I think what I might do, I think I might start doing like a little Skyhawks, uh, a lot of little Skyhawks updates, you know, doing a podcast. You know, we're going to keep it Hawks. We're going to keep it Hawks. But just kind of keep you guys updated on what is going on with the College Park Skyhawks. So. Let's look at the Hawks' schedule. Next up is Tuesday. They've got a game against the Indiana Pacers. Again, this is an in-season tournament game. Um, that is on Tuesday. That is going to be followed by a back-to-back, a home back-to-back, where the Brooklyn Nets will be in town on Wednesday. So you get that Tuesday and Wednesday back-to-back. They'll have a couple days off. And then on the weekend next week, after they've eaten some good thanksgiving meals that saturday they're going to take on the wizards and that sunday they will be taking on the celtics so some more back-to-backs and uh we'll see how they perform man but right now hawks are six and six and i know many people are not excited about that but plenty of basketball left plenty of basketball left they just got to get another dub and get off this losing streak and uh we'll see so uh the pacers are currently seven and four and uh, who that, who was the other team I said? To, oh, the Wizards. The Wizards are 2-10. and ten. So, yeah, take that with a grain of salt. So, we're going to go ahead and put a bow in this podcast. Like we always say, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So, if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.